Welcome to 10 Play Kids Sports Podcast. My name is Dylan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Sway. And we're all from Southern California, currently living in Phoenix, Arizona. We want to welcome you to the first ever sports podcast. All right, so let's start off. Uh, so talking about today, we're going to be talking about the NFL and for last week's games. Uh, so let's see here. So we got the scores from last week's games. Let's see here. Um, you guys got the scores up? I do, actually. You All want right. to list them off? Yeah, list them off. Okay. Talk about so, <clears throat> the first game we have is Thursday Night Football. We had the Titans facing the Jaguars. The Jaguars won by a score of 20-7. to seven. thought the Jaguars would do better than that. The Jaguars or the Titans? No, the Jaguars. Oh, you think they beat them by more? Yeah. Because I thought the defense would be better this year. Well, I don't know. Tennessee's been playing kind of... A little bit better this year. I mean, they opened up the season uh, with a big win against the Browns. You know, nobody was really expecting it. And Derrick Henry's really been carrying the load for the offense running the football. But the Browns haven't been doing that well. That is true. That is true. I mean, the Jaguars, you know, their forte for the past three years has been their defense. But... You know, they've had they've had some issues. I mean, they have the same group that went to the AFC Championship two years ago, you know, but something with the head coach. I mean, have you seen Jalen Ramsey requested a trade? Do you think that had a big effect in the locker room? Uh, I'm pretty sure it can't have a good one. I mean, that's their best player, in my opinion, on that's defense true. at least. Well, actually, on the whole team. Probably actually. like the leader. Everyone so if the leader doesn't want to be there, there's a good chance the rest of the team doesn't really want to play for the coach either, so... Their offensive play isn't that consistent either. They're in, they just signed Nick Foles, didn't play a whole game yet. Leonard Fournette has not been found anywhere. He's inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Well, he, like, he exploded coming into the league, and since then he hasn't really It's It's done hard much. to blame Fournette entirely, in my opinion, just because... Well, I just feel like the offense as a whole. The offensive line... They just stack the box. In any sport, I mean, in any... Football team, you know, like, that's the core. You know, that's, especially for a run game, you need, you just need the offensive line to work good. And I mean, and they, they don't respect the quarterbacks, which Jacksonville hasn't had many of. You know, they're not going to, they're not really going to worry about. And I have to go back, because I thought, I said, I thought the Jaguars were going to do better. I actually want the Titans. The I looked Titans. at the score differently. <laughs> ah, no, it's all good. It's all, it's yeah. All good. yeah, they haven't, and speaking for the Titans, they haven't really posted Anything offensively, really, Marcus Mariota. Ever since week one. Since week one. Well, I feel like Marcus Mariota is like borderline bust right now. He really is. But then again, who knows if it's him to completely blame. Yeah, true. And then without Taylor Luan in that line, there wasn't really anyone. Yeah, they got to the quarterback pass that game. Right. So the next game from last weekend, we had the, the Bills against the Bengals. Bills winning twenty one to seventeen. What do you guys think about that game? Um, I think it was kind of expected. Yeah. In a sense, uh, the Bills so far. I mean, they're undefeated. They've won all their games. I like the way the Bengals op- opened up the season. They went into Seattle and almost beat Seattle. Yeah. Uh, After that game, I kind of had a higher expectation for the Bengals. But yeah, you're right. Like the Bills have been playing pretty good. Um, but also the competition hasn't been as good, which I think is why um, 
They're kind they're of overrated. They're an overrated, undefeated team right now. Well, in my opinion, the interesting about this game was the Bengals were up fourteen zero, the whole game, until about the fourth quarter when the Bills finally found some offense. They tied the game fourteen fourteen. Eventually, the Bengals scored a field goal to take the lead, but ultimately Frank Gore ran in that um, game-winning touchdown with like a minute left, and that was just enough to outlast the Bengals. Um, you know, the Bills, they're interesting because they have a good defense. their defense is so underrated. By in, I would say everybody in football would say they're pretty underrated. Myself, I didn't really think about it much, but, you know, they're showing a lot of... A lot of upside. And I think Josh Allen is like the perfect quarterback for Buffalo too. I mean <laughs> the kid the kid just doesn't do too much, you know, he's just, he's a game manager. Yeah. I mean and, and what I like about him mostly is I like how he he creates time for himself. He's a he he's not known that to be a mobile quarterback, but in the first year and a half or the first year and you know, he he's shown he can run, he can throw on the move, stay in the pocket. He just needs to be more consistent. Yeah. And I think he will, if he sticks with the whatever they have going there, the quarterback I feel like coach. he needs one more target, one more solid yeah, target. If he, need, he needs a better receiver out there. They signed Cole Beasley and John Brown, but neither of them have really been they're, as big of an impact as people thought they would be. I, I, mean, think, Cole, I think Cole Beasley has done a, a decent job just because... He's a nice little slot guy, you know, and the slot... possession receiver. Yeah, but and those kinds of receivers... You figure the reason why they um show so much promise or they have like big games is because there's another receiver that their defense needs to focus on. Like they have a teams yeah. have a number one receiver, yeah. which allows more space for him to work. Which is why they would need one more. One more uh, number yeah, one receiver. Yeah, number one receiver definitely. So we'll we'll see where they head out. Yeah. All right. Next game after that, we had the Cowboys at the Dolphins. Dolphins definitely tanking at this point. You think that tanking is intentional or? I just think, I think it's it's on the inside. It's just the whole, the whole no one wants to play the atmosphere game. of the team from the locker room. No one, I feel, uh, nobody trusts Brian Flores, Coach Brian Brian Flores' yeah. the system. Uh, nobody's invested into the team. Uh, people want out. People want out. Ever since the Laramie Tunsil yeah. trade, they, they said, said that he. They said that if they were to trade him, that they would um, protest like playing. They would not yeah. want to play for him. And we already have multiple trade requests coming out of the locker room. Minka Fitz- Fitzpatrick left. Gone. Gone. Their best, I would say, their best player. You know. Don't really have anybody the, offensively. The Dolphins. They're in a deep, they, deep they, rebuilding they, process. They are. They might just be worse than, I don't know. I, I don't remember seeing a Browns team this bad. Like, the Browns were bad. And but they had talent. I don't know. I think Josh the, Rosen is the most talented player on that team, in my opinion. No, he is. Honestly. But I feel bad for Josh. Cause like, I feel he could be a good quarterback. He just hasn't been put in the right yeah, situation. In Arizona, he didn't have a good system. Yeah, Josh Rosen got one year, and he got booted by Kyler Murray. And so. He has no one on the Dolphins. And, he and basically has to make plays On the himself. other side of this, the Cowboys, um, now 3-0, you know, but... They kind of struggled with the Dolphins in that first half. I believe the score was like 10-6 in the oh, first yeah. half. You know, they couldn't score. Um, the Dolphins had like three 
drop passes for touchdowns that could have really put the Cowboys in a tough spot. It's just but they the Dolphins. Maybe that's where they miss Kenny Stills at. They yeah. him too. They 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 don't have anybody honestly, yeah. and they have the what's his name Kenyon Drake fumbled the ball at the five or the ten yard line. Kenyon Drake's an average running back. Yeah, he's overrated team. too. Yeah, and he had a couple good games last year, but it doesn't define who you are as a running back. Yeah. Well, Dak Dex uh, found his groove in the second half. I still don't think Dak is anywhere near with the amount of money that he wants. Uh, I think he's purpose. I think he's not worth that money at all. Not even close. But yeah, I know it's the market. And I know that's just how business in the NFL works. But if I'm Jerry Jones, so who I, else would they get though other than Dak? I mean, honestly, I think you can find a quarterback that in the next draft. I mean, it's not that. Long. Wow. Dak doesn't do much as long as you have the offensive line and Zeke. Any quarterback is going to be able to run that system, which is don't turn the ball over. That O line is one of the best in the league, though. Probably one of the For best a while. Time. any running back all time in that line. So that's Marco Murray that's, ran behind that and got that's the nice. That's a nice line to have. Right, yeah, next game after that, we have the Packers at the Broncos, or Broncos at Packers, I should say. Packers winning twenty-seven to sixteen. Josue, any input on that game? <laughs> if you don't as, know, as my followers, yeah, all my followers, all my friends. I'm a big Broncos fan. You know, it's dark time right now. <laughs> a lot of hype going into the season. Hey, I've been there. Yeah, well, now I'm here <laughs> too. And uh, the honestly, Broncos just, it was a, it was a Bron- close game at, in the beginning. They held them. For a while, it, it, it was kind of close, but the thing is, the Broncos' offense. Is just not good, and the defense. I had high hopes for the defense. I think the, the whole has, the whole league was, from what I was hearing and reading, you know, the defense was supposed to be a very at least a very solid defense, well, and so far they've been passive. Like I, I feel like they don't stop the run, the passing. They're not really stopping the pass. They're, the Broncos have no sacks through three games. It was Vic Fangio, and you would think that he's a he's he defensive would, yeah. guru. Yeah, so defensive-minded. With Bradley Chubb and Von yeah. Miller, you'd think they'd be he have a field day. Play. But yeah, they but. have no sacks through three games, and the Broncos have been plagued by penalties those first three games. I feel Left like a tackle, Garrett Bowles. Just, I feel like a big part of that, though, too, not having any sacks. The offense hasn't really put much, hasn't put up anything, which leads to the defense constantly being on the field, and oh, yeah. it could just be tiring them out. That's true. Joe, like Joe Flacco was a questionable decision for me in the off season because he's been an average quarterback ever since he's won the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, I like him. Like I like Joe Flacco. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't know if he was worth a signing over. I don't know. I just feel like, in terms of the Broncos' offense, because. The Broncos, the way the Broncos look on offense kind of reminds me of how the Rams were before they got Sean McVay because they would go through so many different quarterbacks when, in reality, I my opinion, I always believe that it was the offensive line. If you can't fix what you have in the offensive line, like, you're not going to get nowhere. You're not going to get the protection you need for the quarterback. Well, that's you could have of, That's like the basis of each team. Exactly, and you could have any quarterback back there, and if he doesn't have a line, and the offense isn't going to work. you got to be able to establish the run because the run opens up the pass, and just the offensive line is like a key point in any offense. Any good offense has a good offensive line, like the Cowboys. Dak, he's not the best quarterback, but he's he really makes good. plays happen because he has time. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, he's very talented, but 
he puts up crazy numbers because he has big holes to run through. Yeah. I feel like any offense starts with the offensive line, and that's what the Broncos yeah. need. And not to take any way, anything away from the Packers, but their defense is doing really good this year. That is I true. feel like they're highly underrated. That's a surprise, and even though Rodgers says that the offense hasn't performed to what it's expected just because the defense is playing so well, you know? Yeah. And the Packers have always been heavy offense-oriented, you know? Like, yeah. Rodgers always had to win games, always. And this year, I feel like it's flipped. Yeah. But, I mean... Which is kind of scary. Yeah. If I was Rodgers, yeah. I'd be like, okay. If, like, he come, if he goes off for one game. Yeah. Or if he no. goes for the rest of the season, you know? But, yeah, well, the Broncos are in a tough spot, you know? Um, as a fan... It's trash, but <laughs> I can't say I didn't see it coming, but you don't want to believe it sometimes. But it's here, and it's dark. But <laughs> just got to battle through it. Just got to tank, <laughs> tank for Tula. What is there? Tula? What is it? Tula. 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 You're going to beat the Dolphins after that? <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> All right. Game after that, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Indianapolis Colts. Indy winning 27-24. to This was kind of a surprise to me. You think? I thought the Falcons I mean, were going to be a lot better this I year. thought the Falcons, hearing in the offseason, they were supposed to have a higher-powered offense. I mean, they have playmakers. They got Julio Jones, uh, Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley. Those are all some pretty good receivers. Yeah, a good quarterback. On an MVP level. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, and then Devontae Freeman. Like, that's a good offense. But, I don't know. I just Here's feel like come. they haven't been able to click. Devontae Freeman hasn't been what I thought he was going to be. And I mean... You know, they they lost 27-24, so they scored 24 game. points. So, in the NFL game, in a 24 points should win you a game. Doesn't mean it's all it is, yeah. but I think the bigger surprise here is the Colts Colt. offense look bad with Brissett. Like, yeah. I think everybody kind of just kind of... Gave up on him after... He's hit the ground running right now. Yeah, he's... he's, he's well, he's the a thing good is, quarterback. Yeah, like, and the thing is, the coach trusts him, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah. they're not limiting the playbook to him. They're not making like. Like saying about the offensive line being good, they have yeah. like one of the best. Oh, yeah. the easy. And they got a good defense beast. too. Their defense is young, but they did just lose. Um, what's his name? Their the safety. The Falcons. And the Colts. The Colts. Oh, just the Colts lost too. Safety. I'm gonna say because the Falcons lost Keanu Neal. Yeah, that's the yeah. Tony Kilo. Yeah, it's yeah. a big. Big he, just, he just got injured and last he got year. injured last year too. Yeah. And then he got penalized with that play too. Yeah, that's brutal. That's a brutal fifteen yard penalty. Who who was that cold safety though? He got injured. I keep on thinking Minka Fitzpatrick, but he's on the Steelers. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I remember hearing about it because I just read about it today. But but yeah, the Colts. They're doing a lot better. Malik Hooker. Even Malik Hooker, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, he got injured. He's out for a, a few weeks. Um, so that's going to be a big hole for defense. Um, but, yeah, Jacoby Brissett's doing a lot better than I thought um, he would do. Andrew, a lot expect. Yeah, losing Andrew Luck doesn't seem to have, like, hurt them too much. Yeah, honestly. I mean, if you lose Andrew Luck, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah but, point, but to see him, to see Brissett, Brissett for um perform like that so far and it's I'm pretty sure all his teammates respect the shadow of him because he's he, he he's he's the position that he was put in is something that is he that is pretty tough like the man just being given the reins to be the quarterback and 
It's giving Colts fans something to look forward exactly. to. Giving them hope. Yeah. yeah. And Marlon Mack's doing really good. And Marlon too. Mack is going, is the going off. If you could run the, if you run the football, a lot of makes life a lot easier yeah. for quarterbacks. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But yeah. Anything else about Atlanta at all? Uh, I just feel like they need to find something to click on offense. Once they get their offense going, I feel they'll be a much better team. Mm-hmm. But till that happens, I don't know. They look a little rusty, yeah. and they just and really defense, need to find something. Their defense is still early in the season. Yeah, so yeah, yeah but sure. their defense isn't going to save them. I don't think they're going to step up. It's going to have to be their offensive yeah. score. That's not it's always score. been their offense. Yeah. I feel and except for that Super Bowl year, <laughs> the defense played really good that year. The first half. <laughs> what was the name of uh? What's the name of the the defense the defensive end they have or the John Abraham? No, no, the the rusher, the outside linebacker. Big Beasley. Big Beasley. That was a big year for him. Yeah. But after that he has been trash. Yeah. So he was leading the league that year. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, like Bob Miller by like two sacks. Yeah. Yeah, if he can go off like he did or find some I don't know, something that clicks like you were saying, just Till then it's Yeah, up in the air. Yeah. Right. And this was a good probably the game of the week for me, Baltimore at K C. Kansas City week winning thirty three to twenty eight. Uh, honestly, I feel like this was the the sc- I feel like the score is a lot closer than the game actually was. I mean, really? I feel like the Ravens started off hot, mm-hmm. but one once they went for two after that first touchdown, they kind of just flattened out, and then Patrick Mahomes just took over, yeah. and I feel like. The, the second and third quarter, like, the middle part of that game, the Chiefs just owned them. Yeah. Not till like, the last quarter. I feel like the Chiefs were maybe, I don't know if they were trying to play it a little bit safe. Mm. Kind of just, like, keep everybody in front of them. That's when the Ravens really started scoring. Yeah. Mark Ingram had a good game, but... Mark Ingram's been going off for the Ravens. I thought he was going to be an afterthought. Like, I thought him and Alvin Kamara together were going to be good and by themselves. Kamara would be good, but I don't know about Mark, Mark Ingram. Because, like, before Kamara got drafted, you didn't really hear much about Mark Ingram. But I feel like but now they were, like, the way the Saints used him before Kamara wasn't really, like, to his play yeah. style. And I feel like where he's at with the Ravens, it, it kind of, he yeah. fits into that offense. It makes sense. But he's doing really good. Lamar Jackson, this sophomore slump doesn't seem to be affecting him at all, so... I He's think the, this this game was probably the worst one that he's had the first three weeks, but even with a bad performance or bad quotation mark performance, still above par, you know. Yeah. So, and you can see. I mean, I don't know if everyone saw the game, but his the way he can just juke defenders out of the way is honestly it's crazy. He's like, like Randall Cunningham. Yeah, it's Randall like Randall. it's Michael Vick. It's I don't know, man. He has some nasty moves and. He could, he's showing he could throw the ball. Oh, yeah. That he was could. one of the big criticisms of last year. And I think the Ravens are still short one receiver of being a very um, like a dangerous offense. Because yeah. I, th- I think Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, he's going to be good. But he's very undersized. And it's, and it's one. It's, and he's the That's only him. guy. If he's the best receiver and he's a rookie, yes, he's, everyone's just going to um, spot him, make sure he's double covered, yeah. make sure that he's the one they target, you know? So. It's gonna be hard. Uh, Mark Andrews having a great year for the Ravens yeah. as well. The tight end. Um, he I know he had a foot injury. I know he didn't play. He played on Sunday, but I know he didn't play hundred percent. So, hopefully they can get him healthy. But I don't know. Uh, what if the Ravens go and sign Michael Crabtree? We just released yesterday. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad signing, but we'll see. We'll see. Good team. He lost to the Super Bowl against. Yeah. And then, but they. So the thing is about the Ravens too. 
because this was the best team they played so far. The teams before that that they played are both winless, Dolphins and Cardinals. Do you think they're playing good because of the competition they've been facing? Or do you think that like they're good nonetheless? I think they're good nonetheless. I feel like the first two games with the in which they played, they got like it was like a confidence boost. Mm-hmm. And now playing against the Chiefs the Chiefs are a good team, and everybody knows that, and only losing to them by five points. Yeah. It, at least they know that they're there at that competition level. Even last year, when they played against each other, that game went to overtime. Yeah. So they know they can hang. I feel like it's just a matter of figuring out who they are as a team, what they want to do offensively, and how to create space for their playmakers. Yeah. Right. We'll see how it goes, because I have a tough month or tough month or two ahead. All division, three division games. We got Patriots, Seahawks, Texans, and Rams on their schedule. So we'll see if they can hold off. And on the other side, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs man, that, that offense is. You would think they, they yeah. took out Tyreek Hill. Doesn't matter what receivers they And were. honestly, he didn't miss a beat. They, they, the receivers just. They just stepped up. Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, McCoy Hardman. They're just. Coming out of nowhere. And McCoy, McCoy can just. Keep doing things like that too. Yeah, yeah. Damian Williams got hurt and they didn't miss a beat. Well, yeah, but Sean McCoy is perfectly fine that system. And I think almost any running back that's elusive is gonna do fine in that system because Mahomes Mahomes makes the game fall like so easy, man. Like him playing quarterback, I just see him throw those eighty yard bombs and like he's, he's he doesn't even he doesn't even once in a generation. Like I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback like him. And he's so confident. He has the arm of Brett Favre, but he has the elusiveness of say like. Russell Wilson. Yeah. And he's he's he has very and he's very accurate. Like right? he's accurate. not just like And the thing that makes me laugh is like what like growing up or whatever they tell you as a quarterback, like what not to do, he does it like throwing it across his body yeah. or across the field and he's just completing passes. Yeah, it's he's crazy. Accurate. And when he has that kind of freaking arm man, you can throw it wherever the hell you want. It's only right? second year starting bro. Why does he have to be in the AFC West? Honestly, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about him. <laughs> but he he's fun to watch. I enjoy watching him. Even as a Broncos fan, I love watching this kid play football. Just throwing that football around. Andy Reid's a genius for that move. Oh yeah. No one criticized him about it too. Yeah. But now look who's laughing. Yeah. Just needs to win a championship. <laughs> That's it. All right, now we got the Raiders at Minnesota. Minnesota beating the Raiders 34-14. to A lot of hype around the Raiders this offense, or this offseason. Um, Signing Antonio Brown <laughs> obviously didn't work out. Um, but their rookies are not doing too bad. Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs is doing pretty good. Uh, their safety, though. Um, Abrams. Abrams they lost them for, yeah, the season. for the yeah. season. I feel like that's a big blow. Yeah. It was a good safety. Yeah. Very uh physical. Well, what's their defensive end's name? The one from Clemson? Colin Farrell. Farrell. He's doing alright. But I feel like their team as a whole is kind of disappointed. That Broncos game, everyone thought, you know, this is John Gruden's second coming. Like, yeah. I figured everything out. But not I feel just like the Broncos, but it probably was just their competition yeah. that made them good. No, yeah. The Broncos. I feel like the Raiders... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say that the Raiders could be like a really good team right yeah. now, but I feel like they're definitely like a step 
above where they were last year. Yeah. I feel like they yeah. can compete in more games than they did last year. They've also played some pretty tough competition. Chiefs, and Vikings, they play the Colts next week, then the Bears. It's a rough stretch, but yeah. I feel like, I mean, I, feel, I don't know if they can win those games, but I feel like they can definitely hang compete. in there and compete. Yeah. And, you know, the, the Raiders... The way they've dealt with the whole Antonio Brown situation, I mean, you have to give it to them because, you know, like, Gruden and the whole offense was just waiting for this guy, you know? I mean, I, watching Hard Knocks, of course, you know, you just see everyone with the hype around them. You see, you know, the, the fans are ready, everything, you know? And then for him just to fall out, like, the way things unravel with him is just That was all insane. in, like, a matter of, like, two months. Yeah, I everything honestly, I feel like all that was staged. Yeah, I feel like... And like Brown he did was doing from the start, purpose. he didn't yeah. want to be there. He frostbit his foot on purpose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's but the way I mean the the fact that they came out of that, you know, Tyrell Williams has been pretty good for them. Honestly, he's been performing, and that the tight end Waller, he is doing really. He is good. just he's making a comeback. He, he is. is making a very very good case of comeback player. They have a here. good. They have a good offense. Around. I think they do too. I think their O line is good. If I think Derek it's Carr can play as MVP level like he did like two or three years ago, they can be really good. They and then like said the same thing like for the Raiders, they have to rely on the run game. Josh Jacobs is gonna have to be relied on, because if they can run the ball and keep the other offense off, because the Raiders defense it's still a work in progress. I feel like their offense is more yeah. in key, more like reliable. Yeah. But until they can get healthy on defense, which I think is the main thing, honestly. Yeah. Their offense has to take this on their part, especially with, they have a big O line, man. Like honestly, you just have to run the. If you can run the ball three, four yards every down. They used to have the best O line in the league. Yeah, they had Rodney Hudson. They had. They still um, have and, Rodney. And Josh Donald Jacobs Karen is very on. capable of carrying that load yeah, for them. He's been pretty good so far. Yeah. And they had some big free agent signings as well. Of course, Antonio Brown, but they also had um John uh John Johnson. Terrell. No, who's he's still on Brooklyn. Lamarcus Joyner. Lamarcus Joyner. Oh yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they have Marcus Joyner, and then they also have Hunter Renfro too in the yeah. draft. He's yeah, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, and then the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin he Cook is to a me, beast. he looks like the best running back in the league right he's now. I feel right now coming he's off just, that injury from last year. I mean, because the I I think it was something like the last seven games he played in last year, he was like the number six running back in the league. Yeah, and. Leading that into this year, a lot of people had their doubts. doubts. Some people said, you know, he's going to pick up where he left off. Some people said that they think that he won't live up to his expectations. I feel like he's doing really good. Adam Thielen, I feel like he's yeah, just like Mr. Reliable for that, yeah. for that offense. He can, Stephon Diggs, too. Like, Stephon Diggs is a good receiver as well. I don't think they've used him as much, though, as they should. The well, I think Kirk Cousins is playing really bad. I mm-hmm. think he has to step up. He does. Uh, there's no way that Dalvin <laughs> Cook is running like that, and you're you don't make the right throws, make the right reads. I feel like once Kirk Cousins gets that down, it could be a very scary offense. I feel like Kirk Cousins has always been like an average quarterback. I was surprised when they signed him to that huge deal from from the from Washington, because even in Washington, like, yeah, did he even have a winning season there? He was like a seven and nine, eight and eight quarterback there. I know they went to the playoffs one year. Yeah, that's when, and then they signed him the next year. I just feel like the thing that also kind of worries me with the Vikings sometimes is like their defense, as well because 
they haven't been good defensively since that one year since what was it two years ago when they were yeah yeah, when they were like the number one defense in the league and since then they've kind of just fell off and they still have the same pieces they have the same people and they that used to be the talk of the team when you heard vikings it was their defense defense is still good right now but it's not what it used to be the first the first three games they've they've shown glimpses of that defense two years ago and I think and I think they I think they will get to that point seeing this year from last year they had a lot more injuries this year they're all healthy um I got really good pieces they got Harrison Smith like one of the best if not the best safety yeah Xavier Rhodes Xavier Rhodes every single they got yeah they got got a lot of stuff they re-signed Anthony Ford too right yeah after he thought he was gonna get traded yeah yeah they have pieces to you know be a formidable defense again. They just got to make it quick like they did last time. And then next on this, we have an AFC East showdown. We had the New York Jets at the New England Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, Patriots beat the Jets 3-14. to A lot of people kind of saw this one coming just because it's the Patriots and Tom Brady. Um, Honestly, the Patriots, I feel yeah. like they look scary to me. I mean, I know they haven't had the most competition this year so far. And they've just been blowing teams out. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like they're more fluid, if that's even possible, yeah. like, as a team. And I feel like their defense is playing really, really good right now. There, there's Honestly, there's nothing really changed every year with the Patriots. You know, they're just really good. The Bill Belichick's a freaking genius. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, probably the best duo of all time. I'm waiting for them to retire. As much as I hate to say <laughs> it, but they are. And it's they the made that dynasty incredible. Put some respect on that, man. Yeah, so <laughs> there's not much to say about that game, but we saw that coming. So. Maybe uh, the Bills can knock them off next week, but we'll get to that we'll soon. We'll get to that soon. Let's see. So we actually, in other news, though, with the Patriots, Julian Edelman might be injured for a oh, yeah, the chest or a rib injury. Yeah, and the Antonio Brown thing that happened. I Josh Gordon. I, I was a little Brown. scared for when Antonio Brown went to the Patriots. I was. I oh yeah. He'd be the next Randy Moss for that team. Yeah. But then, uh, I, I think Edelman's questionable. Um, I feel like they I they said it, it wasn't as yeah, severe as they it's, suspected it's, it's it to not be. Bad, yeah. But. They might sit him out, though, for a game. Just I mean, they still have Josh Gordon, Philip Brissett. Yeah. I mean, they could pick up a janitor, but, and he yeah. still be Tom like Brady starter, so. makes any receiver on that That's team good. good. Yeah. So you could even put uh, James White out there at receiver. Yeah, honestly. He was, he's a really good receiver. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be your third receiver right there. Yeah, but so in Michelle, I have him on fantasy. It's not doing too hot. Same. Um, I think well, I think one thing that I've learned from fantasy, Patriots the running back. Patriots, they rotate them so you, much. You, you just can't trust three, any Patriots. They have three though. starting running backs. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And it's, it's just too risky in my opinion. So. Yeah. I just thought so Michelle would do a little better, especially coming off the end of last year, that playoff run he had. He did really good. He was doing really good, so I thought they would rely on him more. But, you know, they seem to be doing yeah. fine even when he's not, so... Yeah, but their defense looking good, looking the best it's been in a very long time. Um, well, not really a lot of injuries on that front. And they're young, very young. They got a lot of new pieces. Yeah. I think their oldest player is probably like Pat Chung. He's still playing at a high level. And the McCourty twins, really good. Dante Hightower, Van Noy. Yeah, Kyle Van Noy, really good. 
Stephon Gilmore, <laughs> he's, I think, the best corner in the league right now. He's, he's definitely up there. Like, I mean, if he's not first, he's definitely second. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey would be the only other person I could think of, but Stephon Gilmore, like, he's just shut down. Yep, yeah. goddamn Patriots, man. <laughs> then the Jets, you know, um, no Sam Darnold, no Trevor Simeon now. That was a that was a brutal injury he had. I saw that, that was, live. Yeah, that was gross. gross. Yeah, they're on their third string quarterback now. Luke Falk. Luke Falk. Yeah, well, the Jets have always been the Jets, you know. So I feel like they they, they need a lot of work. They need to they, again. <laughs> they need to move down to the XFL. They had a lot. They had a, they had a lot of good pieces coming in. They they signed Le'Veon Bell. Jamal Adams is. I feel like a really they just need, need to learn how to. Stay Use healthy. those key pieces. Yeah. Stay healthy. CJ Mosley. Yeah, and they signed um, or not signed. They drafted um, Quinn Williams from the uh from Alabama. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's only yeah. so much a defense can do. Yeah, that especially in this high scoring offensive yeah. league now. Era, yeah. Who's their top wide receiver? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson probably. He's an all right receiver when you have a quarterback that can throw to you. So we'll see if Luke Falk can step it up. Um, but till then, not looking so good for the Jets. Alright, now this was an upset for me. Uh, the Lions at Philadelphia. Lions beating the Eagles 27-24. to That was a surprise. That was a surprise to me. I thought, you know, the Lions got lucky against the Chargers last week. Um, I'm a Chargers fan, kind of butthurt about that loss, so. But yeah, I thought the Eagles were going to, you know, at least win by like, Seven or ten points in this game, but I was definitely a surprise. I was caught off guard, but then again, the Eagles—they're without um. They're without their first, their top. Their two top two receivers, Deshaun Jackson and um. Deshaun Jeffrey. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar had he, two touchdowns, I believe, in this game. Yeah, he also been dropping some passes. Like, he needs to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not a wide receiver one. one. Not. I feel like the Eagles are kind of like. The Falcons, they just need to catch their groove. They yeah. got they got the pieces they need to win games. It's just they just haven't found that mesh together as a team, I believe. And once they find that, once they find that they'll be... Yeah. Carson Wentz is good. He's just... He's not at his MVP level as he was when they won the Super Bowl. Um, they don't really have a running game. Not that I could think of. I think... Is a running back right now? They have they like they eight. rotate. Yeah, like Miles like, Sanders, like Jordan the Howard. kind of right now with that. Yeah, yeah. well, Zach Ertz hasn't been playing up to his potential that much either. So when the Eagles have been good the last two years, it's been their defense that really carries the team. Their their front their front has always been fast. You know you have um, Fletcher you Cox, Fletcher Graham. Cox, Graham. Graham's really good. But, you know, and then they just lost that one corner. What's his name? Jenkins? Or is he a, is he a safety? Janoris Jenkins? No, no, no. Malcolm? I think it's Malcolm Jenkins, yeah. They just yeah. lost him for like a month, I think, to a hatching injuries. Yeah, he's out, so that's a big blow to the defense. But offensively, um, they're just not, not healthy enough. So I don't. The, I mean, the back guys, the the back guy receiver need to step up. You know, Alshon might be coming back this week. Yeah, so we'll and I mean, Deshaun Jackson's been known for hamstring injuries. He's too fast yeah. for his body. So, <laughs> um, 
it, it'll be interesting, but what's interesting about that game is the other side of the Lions, you know, they're yeah, yeah. they're two oh and one, they tied against the Cardinals. They're undefeated. <laughs> they tied they against the Cardinals. I don't that game was crazy, but that's for another day. Should have won that game, but um, Matt Stafford playing Matt Stafford again. I, I think Matt Stafford is one he's of the I think he's one of the best quarterbacks played. Unfortunately, he has he's not gonna have a team. He hasn't had anybody around him the best person he has. So, Alvin Johnson. Yeah. So without you know, it, it's he kind of reminds me of like. But I feel like with uh, Carry On Johnson, Kenny Galladay. They're they're not they're, bad. They're not Carrion bad. Johnson's it's, probably the best running back they've had in a long time. It's an upgrade from what he's had before. Yeah. And I feel like he definitely has a lot. To you know, uh, one of my friends. Martin Johnson's good too. One of my friends' names his name's Calvin, and everybody told me that. Matt Stafford is, is like Matt Stafford <laughs> is like uh, the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL, yeah, and uh, that that when he told me that I was like, damn, that's pretty goddamn accurate. Just because yeah, I feel like I mean I'm, I'm a big I'm a big Carmelo fan, big Knicks <laughs> fan, and I love Carmelo for most of his career, and I, it sucks to see the way he went out, but you know Carmelo, in my opinion, is one of the best player display. But it, I know his defense sucked, but you can score the ball. And that's what Matt Stafford does. He's he's a high power guy, ain't playing injured, doesn't matter. And I just think Matt Stafford. Yes, I mean you you look at his stats. I mean, he's put up some crazy stats up there with one of the best. It's just he hasn't been able to win. Yeah. But it's not on him. But he's a lot of fourth quarter comebacks. So yeah. That's on. He, so we'll see what if the Lions can keep it up. Which honestly, I don't think they will. I think they're gonna start choking soon. But. <laughs> Like in Lions fashion. Cold heart take. Yeah, Lions do have a tough schedule ahead. They play the Chiefs, then the Packers, and the Vikings. But that whole division is stacked against them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out Hunter Ridley. I know you're a Lions fan. I'm sorry I had to tell you like this, but it's going to end soon, man. So you're going to get smacked by the Chiefs this week. So good luck with that one, buddy. Yeah, they're, they're on our list for the upset of the <laughs> We'll get to that soon, and the other games we have, we have Carolina at Arizona. Carolina winning 38, Arizona 20. Kyle Allen looked very comfortable in there. I feel... Didn't, I didn't look like they missed Cam Newton that much. I feel Cam's like been very he stepped in and he was finding open receivers, getting the ball where it needed to be, and leading his receivers. I really liked his performance. Yeah. I thought he was Kyle. a standout. And he played played in his hometown. Yeah. I don't know if that kind of had I'm more sure. motivation on that. He's from Phoenix. He's from yeah, Scottsdale. Yeah, he, he from Scottsdale. He Scottsdale, went to high school Arizona. here. Um, but yeah, it was. I don't know. I I was taken back when I saw the game. I didn't really know too much about him when he yeah. came in, but definitely left a mark on that game and was a big reason why they won that. It helps you have Christian McCaffrey too. That guy's a monster right now. Him. Like, you said earlier, Dalvin Cook might be the best running back. Like, I think it's Christian McCaffrey right now. Well, now that Saquon's injured, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but Christian McCaffrey, like, the last three games, he's played some quality defenses, too. Like, the Rams. Um, who else did they play? They played the Buccaneers. Oh, never mind. Not the Buccaneers. But <laughs> he's played, the he's played really good right now. Yeah. Was it Titans? No. No. Because they lost, they lost to the Buccaneers last week. Oh, the Buccaneers. That's what we're talking about. Sorry. 
No, yeah. Um, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's a really good job. You know, the Panthers, the best thing that could have happened is probably them benching Cam Newton because Cam Newton is seeing a lot of a lot of shit. <laughs> He's receiving a lot of uh, criticism. But really I really don't think I really season. don't think he's been healthy for like almost three seasons now. Like I really think that shoulder ever injury, since ever since that Super Bowl, Super Bowl he hasn't different. played up to that level at all. Which the Broncos won, by the way. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> ever since having shoulder surgery or anything like that, his passes aren't on point. Yeah. He's he's made a couple good deep throws, but even at that, he's like all over the place with the uh, football. I just feel like he's not healthy, and not just his shoulder, but he has a lot of. I think he has a lot of injuries, and yeah. he hasn't been able to really nurture them, get get healthy. I th- I honestly wouldn't be surprised that Panthers shut him down for the rest of the year and just let Kyle run the show, see what he has to ha- see what he has, and Cam Newton might be out of Carolina sooner than we think, in my opinion. Yeah. I think. I think uh the Panthers might just whether it's Kyle Allen or the Jack another guy, but I think it's getting to a point where they're gonna be they're just like okay with letting um so. Cam Newton go. Yeah. And just, think Kyle Allen could play a level higher than Cam right now. I mean I look and look at the offense. I mean he He's made, able to move the ball more. The yeah. simple throws that Cam Newton was missing Kyle and He may he may not be able to do what Cam Newton does on his feet. But and, throw the ball. and throwing the ball, I feel he has... In the passing league, and then you have McCaffrey behind you, you're in good hands. Well, I'll Because that, that was against the Cardinals. Like, that Chris, is true. That is true. Yeah, Cardinals That's without true. Patrick Peterson. It's just you know, a, a I mean, the, prediction. The Cardinals another, yeah. another team that's yeah. in the black hole. Yeah. Honestly, Kyler Murray, like, I thought that was going to... That area offense is nowhere to be seen. For Cliff me. Kingsbury, after he got hired and he does an air raid offense... To me, I just don't see that working in the NFL. I feel yeah, like they had a winning record in college. Um, I feel like in co- that's more of a college type offense, yeah. and I know that they're trying to push like some college game plans into the NFL. But I just feel that in yeah, the NFL, everyone's a lot faster. And the field's smaller. The fields, I mean, the hash marks are smaller, so you have less space. less space. I just feel like running that air raid type offense is just hard to score points in the NFL. I mean, they're managing to score some points, which is... It's not winning it's, games. But it's not winning games. And then not to mention, like you said, it's hard to blame just Calamari the offense because the defense, the defense is, offense. Off, is awful too, yeah. so... Their offense isn't too bad. I don't. I don't think that pieces. I don't think. I think their offense would do a lot better if their defense can get like three to four stops a game. But it's Kyle Kyle Murray can is doing. He's not doing too bad right now. He's not doing. Johnson. They have Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. It's not a bad like offense. And Kyle Murray can run, well. So yeah, I'd say. I mean, I don't know if the Cardinals are gonna be able to rebuild that defense soon. Because they got Patrick Peterson coming back like middle of the year. Yeah, they're still gonna be like on eight. Doesn't really matter. If I don't <laughs> um, it's we'll, we'll see what what they do, but the Cardinals have another long road in um, yeah. rebuilding. They're far from their Super yeah. Bowl form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see how Carolina does. Uh, we'll see how Kyle Allen does facing uh, the Texans next week and then the Jaguars. So two tough defenses. We'll see if he can perform like he did against the Cardinals. Um, on to the next game. 
Uh, we had the New York Giants at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Giants beating the Bucks 32-31. It's a really good game to watch against two bad teams. I mean, but Daniel the Daniel Jones, Jones area is here. here. So, it's what do you guys think about that? And it's big. Honestly, I just remember everyone criticizing the Giants for it, and I'll admit it. I was kind of thinking to myself, like, what the heck? Why are you drafting him so high? But after seeing his games in the preseason, he looked really good in the preseason and kind of changed my view on him. And I said, well, I just thought to myself, like, well, who knows? Like, he could probably be really good. And after this first start, I feel like he made a strong case for showing people that he is talented at the quarterback position. I just feel like we'll we'll know more about him once he faces... A little bit stiffer competition, yeah. I guess. Because it was Bucks and then Redskins next week. So yeah. I mean, we'll see. He Daniel Jones, I I criticized. Him. I was like, well, the Giants are fucking stupid. Like they should not. Shout out Giants fans. Huh? <laughs> like, as a Knicks fan, you know, like, New York has a very good tendency of screwing their draft picks up. But I mean, they might have just struck gold on this one he because was the he, he, I mean, it's just the first first game, but. Even NFL teams, no matter who it is, it's still a tough league. And to come back on the road, down big, and he shows he can run. You know, the Giants haven't seen their quarterback run since... Before you before, even <laughs> Who when, knows when was the last time? Phil Sims? No, seriously. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, I don't know. Eli's been there forever. Yeah, so. Eli's... And... Like I said, it's it's I think it's good for New York. Yeah. Something positive. You know? Except for Saquon. Saquon is out for four to six weeks, as some reports say. Um, sucks for me because I have a Saquon owner in fantasy, so I gotta find another running back. So, but I mean Daniel Jones does look good. Um, but I don't know that Saquon Trump might be a little too big to cross. I mean, Wayne Gallman, I mean, I don't know how good he is as a running back, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what the Giants can do with Saquon gone. I mean, honestly, Sa- Saquon's amazing, but the Giants need more pieces because teams are just going to focus on them, you know? Yeah. And... As a result, I don't know if it's just because he's hurt because of more that. More than but one dimensional, yeah. they can't just be a running team. Yeah. So they have something I mean, going through the air. It sucks that Saquon left, and now Daniel Jones is here. Can just be both at the same but time. But then if it also, but it, it gives hope because once he gets back, who knows yeah, exactly. how good they could be. We'll just see how their defense can hold. We'll see what Daniel they give him thirty-one points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not taking away anything from Jameis Winston, but Mike Evans had a really good game Mike too. Mike Evans went off. Back there. Yeah. But Jameis Winston, he's just not. I just, he's in the same category as Marcus Mariota. I mean, they got that drafted at the same time, but I just don't think he's like a good quarterback. He's not elite at any point. He's mm-hmm. barely above average. Yeah, honestly, barely, barely. Yeah. Maybe he got full of eating W's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the the Buccaneers. Um, we thought they were. They don't have a running game. Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones. I mean, the only guy that's performing amazingly on the Buccaneers, only because he was a former Bronco. Um, his name is Barrett. He's. Oh. I think he just oh. set up. He's outside linebacker. Oh. 
<laughs> he, he, he was a tremendous, tremendous player of the Rock. I was really sad to let him go, but he has like five sacks through these first three weeks, and he has like three forced fumbles. Like, he is, yeah, he's one of the Broncos right now, so. Well, I'm good at it. At least he's doing good and he got paid, so. You know, <laughs> respect. Do you think Dominic Constu is an upgrade from Gerald McCoy? I'm the same. I think. No difference? Because where's McCoy at? He's with Panthers, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. Carolina. Doesn't really do much, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's like literally like a year younger. I I honestly don't think either team really lost. Or the pa- the Buccaneers didn't really lose out on much. The only thing I don't get is, I think, didn't they pay Sue more than they were going to pay McCoy? I don't know. I thought I read something about that, but either way, it's not much of a big gain or loss, so. Yeah. We'll see how both teams do in the future. So, good luck to them. <laughs> Next on this list, uh, one that broke my heart Houston against the Chargers. Houston winning 27 20. <sighs> don't know what's going on with the Chargers right now. Just too many mistakes on offense, losing late games. Looking like the same old charges as some people say. Too many holding penalties and penalties costing us scores. Um, Keenan so. Allen had a good game. Hmm? Keenan Allen had a good Keenan game. Allen had a great game. Amazing game. It was a career high for him. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's charges I missed a beat without Melvin Gordon. I was a little scared, but right now, like, Melvin Gordon has no leverage against this team. He's def- def- they're definitely holding their own. Yeah. Austin Eckler and, and Justin Jackson. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers, this, I mean, this week, you know, Keenan Allen went off, but I didn't really see Austin Eckler do much this week at the same time. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not expecting Austin Eckler to put up numbers like the first game he had this year, yeah. but. Still, if they want to win games, they're going to need. More productivity from their key they're, players. Yeah, they are. But we're also going to need our defense. Well, I'm saying our. Um, the Chargers are going to need their defense to you know, step up to. Yeah. Derwin James is a big loss. They're definitely missing him. Um, and Adrian Phillips, all pro safety also. He, they're missing him for injury. Um, but you know, they just got to find a way to step up. They're giving up too many rushing yards or for teams. Um, and they're not closing games. You know, teams are coming like they were leading, lead, leading seventeen to seven at halftime, um, and they just made too many mistakes um, when they're about to score. Like last week, they had two like forty or plus yard touchdown runs that got called back from penalties, and then when they did get up on the goal line, uh, they fumbled the ball. Um, yeah, it's small mistakes that they need to face. I mean. Chargers aren't happy about all these mistakes, but at least they're they're literally small mistakes they need to fix. So they're close. They're there. It's just fixing those little things, you know. But on the other side, Deshaun Watson looked amazing again. Deshaun Watson's um, great. He's he just amazing. needs an O line. I mean, Tunsil's definitely an upgrade for him. So I think that whole O line got better just with that yeah. uh, upgrade. And um, Hopkins didn't even have that good of a game, but yeah. that that just goes to tell you how much how many more options he has on offense yeah. this year. He has Will Fuller healthy. They got uh, what's the name of the guy from Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, that's right. Um, you got Hopkins. Um, the only thing that the only thing that's a 
something they need to upgrade is uh, running back. I mean, Carlos Hyde, dude, I had, I drafted Duke Johnson with high hopes this year in fantasy, and it's, it's backfired really bad, but Carlos Hyde, he's decent, you know. But I, I think today uh, they worked out C.J. Anderson, mm. so I think that would be a good fit. I think if Lamar were, Miller is – I I think they might want to move on from him too. He hasn't really produced in the last few years yeah. since that they've had him. We'll see. I, I think well, – how many years have you had? He had like two years left on this contract. Um, I think Lamar Miller – can be good, and especially now with his offense, more more weapons, which means they won't stack the box. Okay. They won't. I mean, he'll have more um, holes to run through. But um, the Texans look decent. You know, what I mean, I feel like the Texans are always like in between. You yeah. know, you don't know what you're gonna get from them. Yeah. But this year, their offense does look a lot better defensively. Do you think they missed Jadavian? Not really. I mean, I to me, Jadavian is honestly overrated. Like. I don't think he's as good as he was promoted out of college. Yeah. In college, he was seen. He was like a animal, and like yeah. injuries have held him back, of course. But I mean, so he benefited from having JJ Watt on. Of course, I think that helped a lot. So we'll see. We'll see if the Texans can keep it going. I mean, that division. All they gotta really worry about is the Colts, in my opinion. I think the Jaguars. They're uh, they're in a weird phase right yeah, now. Yeah, and the tag the tight ends are just trash. So I'm not even worried about them either. So. Hopefully the Chargers can beat the Dolphins next week. We don't want to be the, uh, the upset of the week. You're going to have so. a... You're going to hate me on the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we had... The other game, we had San Francisco... Or Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Uh, 49ers beating the Steelers 24-20. Steelers are in a downward spiral right now. I mean, Big Ben out for the season. Yeah, that's going to be a big adjustment. I feel like they just need to learn to adjust. They lost uh, three of their best players. Three of their best players. And I feel like they just need to... Everyone just needs to step up. Yeah. Everyone's played at a certain level, and they've had players to rely on them. And now that those key players are gone, everyone as a whole just needs to step up to get back to that winning team that we're used to seeing. Um, I feel like they have the right game plan. Everything, the coaching is good. It's all set in place. I just feel like they just need to execute. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the Steelers are going to suffer for a while because, I mean, of course, they lost Big Ben. They're not Lady on the Night on Tony Brown. They've been up there in years. I right? think Bruce Smith is an amazing receiver, but as we see in ACBC and any other team, if you're a number one and there's not really a number two, they're just gonna overshadow you. They're gonna make sure that you don't beat them. Yeah. So it's hard for the receiver. I don't even know. I don't, even, I don't think they have. Well, it was supposed to be. Uh, what's his name? The guy they got from the Colts. Oh, Dante Montgomery. Yeah, and he's been a yeah. bust. Like, yeah. I think through the first two <laughs> games he literally <laughs> he had he's a buster. <laughs> he literally had like <laughs> six drops, man. Like ridiculous. Yeah. Man. And I think they had him inactive this week. Man, they're just over his shit. So. <laughs> That's that's unfortunate for them, but their defense. Got uh, their defense is nice. I really like their defense. I think they're fast. They yeah. got they got Bush. Yeah, Bush is good. Dude, he is insane. But they just and they got Davis traded for Fitzpatrick. They do have a, they have a, they've had a tough schedule, but they need to step up a little bit too. Honestly, at this point, and the thing that sucks is they did give up that first rounder for Fitzpatrick. So. 
they're going to have to go with Rudolph. They're going to have to really believe in him. They're going to have to really trust that he's going to be the quarterback they want because unless they're going to, I mean, they're going to have to wait to you either way because they have no first rounder this year. Yeah. And they just give up a fifth rounder for the tight end from the Seahawks. Like Big Ben. Like Big Ben. I, honestly, down, I think Big Ben is pretty much done for. I mean, he's just there for support. And when Mike Tomlin gets fired, which I think it should be, I think he's been there way too long now. Really? He hasn't won anything. So he only won when. Back in the old days when he had <laughs> that San Antonio Holmes catch in the back of the corner. Cardinals should have won. But they should have. And <laughs> but since then, dude, like nothing. He chokes every year. You can't beat the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 can. they didn't even show up in the first game. So. And 49ers are 3 0. Do you believe, believe in the hype? They beat the Buccaneers, the Bengals, and now the Steelers? Or do you think it's just. Level of competition. I think that's the level of competition. I think it's. I feel. But they're. I feel they're, they're good. They're not bad though. They're I think good. It's a mixture. I I feel like they're good, but I feel like, at the harder like, the stretch down the road for the like upcoming games, I feel like they're gonna be really tested. I don't know how good of a team they can actually be, but, I still feel like they're definitely better than they were last year. I think Jimmy Garoppolo was overrated when they signed him. Um, I still think he is overrated, but he's not a bad quarterback. He's just not the franchise quarterback that they think he is. And they also have problems at running back. They're in a, they're in a carousel of running backs right now with Tevin Coleman being injured. Um, and I, I think the – no one knows this, but we're – I didn't know this, so to say. The 49ers defense is, like, top five right now in the NFL. Oh, wow. And they're forcing turnovers – I don't know where that's because of that D line they got, man. That D line is young. They're I think they're all first rounders except for D Forza. They got Nick Bosa, they got um what's his name? Buckner? DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner. They got D Ford. D Ford, that's right. Dude. Big signing. Richard Sherman on We'll see if they can keep that up though. Just they don't have that bad of a schedule. They actually. got Armstead, DeForest Buckner, and Solomon Thomas. Those are all former first round picks, and they just got um, Nick Bosa, and they got D four. So that D line is that means one of them sitting out most of the time, and they just yeah. keep them fresh. So I feel like the success to have a good defense, you have to have a very good defensive That's line. Fresh, yeah. You look at the Bears, that defensive line is what forces the turnovers. Little Mac is the. Oh, he's yeah. He he creates the turnover. <laughs> he's scary, but that's the key. So the Forty ers I think it, they are a little bit overrated at some point. I mean, I don't think they're the best three and O team back before, or they're close to anything. But they have potential, and I think maybe not this year, but the upcoming years, if they keep building up that offense, getting the receiver out there. If Jimmy G can play to the level everyone thinks he's at, and I think he will. I I I don't think Jimmy G is overhyped. He just came back from an ACL injury. Yeah. Um, I think he'll find his groove because I think Jimmy G when they got him he was a monster. Like, really? I thought when he when he the first couple games with the Fort Niners, sure. he looked good. good. I forgot about that. And everybody's saying, oh yeah, well, no one cares. I don't. <laughs> hey, winning games in the NFL it ain't easy, and he made it look with that Fort Niners team like they yeah. had nothing. It was just him literally. So they also need to get like a, a running back. A like running back and a receiver. Coleman's all right. I thought he was gonna be a big signing for. Him. I thought it was a big upgrade, but yeah. he got hurt. Yeah, so. he's an upgrade, but he's not. He's not. He's not a like number one back. Yeah, he can't carry a load for it. Well, they have a. They have three good running backs. So they have Coleman. I like uh, Breda, and I have 
was it Moser? Moser. Yeah. He's he's pretty he's solid. solid. So. But they need someone who like. Not not like an Ezekiel Elliott or Saquon. They don't need like that. It'd be nice, but like. I don't know, just someone saw it, like Marlon, like a Marlon Mack kind of running back, just like a workhorse yeah. running back. Yeah, I think they need to get a receiver too. I love, uh, what's his name? Marquise, Marquise Goodman. Goodman. I think he's really good, but they need, they need one other guy because his biggest threat is the deep threat because yeah. he's fast, you know, but if you get someone else like a possession receiver, just to make the defensive, like, respect that guy because yeah. they're just going to play over the top. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Game that we have next, we'll, uh, we had the Saints at Seattle. Saints winning 33-27. to 27. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise for me. Uh, Saints going to Seattle, tough place to play. But Teddy Bridgewater stepped up, had that week of preparation, and they won. Good yeah, um, Teddy Bridgewater, like I said to Ryan earlier, he's the man. He's the guy. Uh, he's going to be a Drew Brees replacement, as we talked about. Um, Saints, baby. <laughs> All right, Game for Ryan. Yeah, the Rams at Cleveland. Rams winning twenty to thirteen. Uh, I feel like the Rams' offense looked a little shaky. Got a lot of new faces on the offensive line, which is probably a main reason why I believe. I feel like they need to get Todd Gurley going a little bit more, maybe running in between the tackles. But uh, I like the way the defense played. Rams showed out. Uh, Browns' defense actually played really good too, uh, despite having a lot of their secondary out. But close game. Uh, not a surprise though for me. I could see the Rams winning this one. Yeah. Um. I mean, the Rams. The the score was close, and I think the game was close too. But the Rams were just a step ahead of the Browns the whole game, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, man. The the Browns. The hype isn't there yet, but I think with a couple more weeks, maybe they need a different offensive coordinator. But the Rams were just a better team as displayed. Then our Monday night matchup, we have the Bears at the Redskins. Bears beating the uh, Redskins 31-15. to Bears were just all over them. It was, Redskins were nowhere to be found. The Bears' defense was just too good and helped their own, their own offense set up offensive place to score. Uh, Bears played good. Redskins... Not good. Not good. Yeah, the Bears' defense is just how it lights out that game. The game was expected. Yeah, there there was not much talk about that one. Redskins, long long ways away from being relevant. (laughs) Ever. Ever. All right, so now that wrapped up, we are going to have our game picks for next week. We'll start with our Thursday night game with the Eagles at Packers at Lambeau Field. What do you guys got? I got the Packers. Uh, I feel like their defense is going to hold the Eagles' offense down. Uh, that home field advantage is definitely going to be important, and I feel like the Packers are really going to show out on offense. Yeah, I got the Packers, too. I think they're just a the better team in this game, and I stand with Ryan. The defense is what stands out to me. All right. All right. Uh, on Sunday, we got Tennessee at Atlanta Titans versus Falcons. Uh, I feel like the Falcons are going to win this one, have more weapons offensively. And Titans offense, uh, they don't really have much besides Derrick Henry, and I feel like they won't do much against the Falcons. Yeah, I got I got the Falcons. Um, they got more weapons, and that's pretty much it. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Honestly, no defense on either side. All right, now we have Washington versus uh, the Giants. Daniel Jones is gonna. I feel like he's gonna step up again, uh, despite not having Saquon Barkley. 
I feel like the Giants won this one. Yeah, two words. Daniel Jones. That's it. Although, like I said, or like we kind of said, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to see Dwayne Haskins for the first time this year. All right. Um, I'm not going to let you guys pick because the Chargers are going to beat the Dolphins. So. Yeah, I got yeah, Chargers. There's, there's, no, there's no debate about that one. All right. Glad we did it. <laughs> now we got the Raiders at Indianapolis Colts. I feel like it's going to be a close game. Uh, I feel like the Raiders can definitely compete in this one, but I just feel like the Colts are definitely a step ahead of the Raiders, and they'll come out beating them. Yeah, I got the Colts, too. Um, I think Brissett's going to have a good day on that defense, and I think the Colts' defense is going to do just enough to stop Derek Carr and slow down that offense. All right. All right next up, we have Carolina Panthers at Houston Texans. Uh, I feel like this game could go either way. Uh, I just feel like the Texans have more offensively with Sean Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and I feel like they'll beat the Panthers. Yeah, I got Kyle Allen showing up again, you know. The, the hometown one was the hometown kid. <laughs> that came from the commercial. <laughs> but I got I got the Panthers taking that one. Then. All right. And now we go. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. What do you guys got? Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Hunter, but Chiefs by the halftime. Cleveland against Baltimore. This is my upset of the week. I'm going to go with the Browns against Baltimore. I feel like if the Browns' defense can play the way they did against the Rams, I feel like they have a chance of slowing down the Ravens' offense. And I feel like this is the week where their offense clicks, finally clicks, and shows what they can, how they can really play. Yeah, um, I still got the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's, you know, he's the man. Turn that shit on the Browns. <laughs> Legitly. Alright. And then we have an AFC East rivalry. We have the New England Patriots at Buffalo. Bills. Yeah, this is my upset of the week. Um, I got Buffalo upsetting the Patriots at home because Buffalo's weird. It's a weird place. And weird things are going to happen. No offense. You know, last year was what the Miami Miracle. This year is the Buffalo Miracle. So I believe the Bills are going to win 17-14. I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game as well, but I feel like the Patriots just have a good defense, and they're going to stop the Bills, and uh, Tom Brady's going to do what he needs to do, and the Patriots will win, like, 17-10. to 10. All right. All right, so now we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Los Angeles Rams. Upset of the week, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. The Rams are going to be too much for the Buccaneers. Offensively, Rams are going to... I feel like score at will maybe, and defensively they're just gonna be in Jameis Winston's face. Yeah, I got the Rams just because Buccaneers suck. So, <laughs> all right. And now we have an NFC West rivalry. We got Seattle Seahawks down here in Arizona. Cardinals think they have a chance. Yeah. No, no chance. Seahawks are just too yeah. good. Cardinals aren't there yet. Oh uh, yeah, and Russell was gonna have another big day. Cliff Kingsbury needs to show his air raid offense that everyone's been hyped about. Yes, there's nothing raiding right now. (laughs) Alright, NFC North match. We got Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. I feel like this game's going to be super close. One of the few super close games this week. Um, But I have the Vikings beating the Bears. I feel like they're evenly matched up, but the difference is going to be 
Dalvin Cook. I feel like Dalvin Cook is going to really show out for their offense. Yeah, I'm still going to roll with my dog, Khalil Mack. Guy's, guy's a fucking animal. Sorry for cussing, but he's an animal. And he's legitly single-handedly going to put the Bears offense at the five-yard line. He's going to get the ball, take it to Trubisky, and be like, hey, just put the stand in the end zone. Bears. That was specific. <laughs> now we have Jacksonville Jaguars at the Denver Broncos in Mile High Stadium. It's not Mile High anymore. It's in Power Field. <laughs> but it's a Mile High, so. Yeah, <laughs> um, Broncos. Yeah, That's I feel like typical. I feel like this team, these teams are very but similar. I am not, yeah. But I feel like the Broncos are gonna win this one as well. I got Broncos, but in the back of my head, I wouldn't be surprised if you know we lose because. The Broncos just <laughs> the best spot right now. Right. So we have our possible game of the week, Sunday night football. We have Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans Saints. Yeah. The Superdome. Definitely game of the week. I feel like this game is going to be super close. In the Superdome. In the Superdome. <laughs> uh, I have the Saints winning 27-24 only because it's in New Orleans. Um, I feel like it could go either way, but since the fact it's in New Orleans, the Saints will win. Who day? Who dat? Who dat? Who day Cincinnati? Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, reverse, reverse. Who dat? All right, all right. Uh, let's just say that. All right, there we were. All right, well, yeah, I got I got the Saints. Um, you know, can't go against my boy Teddy. Um, day, dad, don't matter. Teddy and three. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, final game, Monday Night Football, AFC North matchup. We have the Cincinnati Bengals at Pittsburgh. Who day? <laughs> <laughs> I got the Bengals, baby. I got the Bengals, too. I feel like the Bengals offense is John Ross got to score three touchdowns. Steelers are kind of in. Yeah, they're kind of like in a panic mode right now. I just don't think the Steelers know what's going on. It's like me and my college class. <laughs> or just in college. Yeah. I got the Bengals winning this one. They don't show up either. I was going to hear this. <laughs> All right. That wraps up our game picks for next weekend. Um. Well, we really appreciate you guys uh, coming and listening. Oh, I'm still going? All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is our first ever uh, 10, Play Kid, uh, 10 Play Kids sports podcast. Um. Shout out, or not shout out. Shout out to iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter, at 10 Play Kids Podcast. Um, we're here every Tuesday night, so tune in when you can. Um, anything else to add, guys? Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about fantasy football tips, as well as the MLB playoffs. And we're next also going to recap this week's matchups as long as looking forward to next week's matchups. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions and comments and you want to get discussed next week, if you want to get a f- question feature, we're trying to go live next week. So if you want to be on live air, hit us up on Twitter. Or you, if, you, if you know us personally, you can always text us anything you want. And we'd be more than glad to feature we'll, you on our show. Uh, we want this to grow. Not just with us, but I want this to, I want to build a good sports community with all my friends. So let's hope we can get this rolling. Yeah. Right. Let's try and get as much much exposure as possible. Yes, let's let's make it. That definitely would be a plus. Like, like and retweet. 
<laughs> like and retweet. Follow us on Twitter. Comment, subscribe. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Help us help you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye, guys.